What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Styles Files. I am your host, Alan Styles, and welcome to the best 20 to 60 minutes of your week. Sorry I had to miss last week. Everybody's busy. You know how it goes. Everybody got bills to pay. Ain't nobody got time for that. But I'm back, and as a gift to the fans, it's been a little bit since I've had a guest on the show. So instead of just having this guest around for a segment, he's going to rock with me all show long. His name is Imran, a good friend and co-worker, and he's hilarious, in my opinion. That's why I have him on the show. We're going to talk about a lot. Uh, we got, you know, my girlfriend was out of town, so, you know, when K-Bay's away, Alan will play. Uh, got some stories about that. Got to get into some sports. There's a bunch going on with football, trades, March Madness, the Warriors, um, you know, having some free time, I found a new hobby that I am obsessed with. I get obsessed with things easily, so I'll talk about that. And I'm going to talk about, because of that hobby, other things, other jobs that I think I may be able to do. So let's get started. Emron, welcome to the show. Slide right in. Slide, the Chris Collinsworth slide right here. Just make sure, just, just make sure you talk in the mic. What's hey. up, man? Okay, so let's... Glad to be here, and thanks for the invite. Of TFTI. course, of course, of course. For those who don't know what TFTI means, that means thanks for the invite. Use it at your next party when you can sound young, even if you're getting older. Shut up. <laughs> All right, so, you know, my girlfriend was gone for the beginning of the week, so Monday and Tuesday. No, I'm not going to the gym. I'm going to drink, dang it. I'm going to drink. And that's what... I did, and that's what we did. So Monday- I can't confirm or deny that. Yes, yes you can, because you were with me, both <laughs> nights. So Monday um, was pretty crazy. Imran has always told me about this lovely outing called Motown Mondays at Madrones. Try saying that three times fast. Damn it, another dad joke. But anyway, look, it's a great time. It is a great time. Uh, Imran showed me a great evening. I mean, basically, we went out on a date. Uh, yeah. So I just ba basically took him on my date route where we just go to uh, the arcade. Right. Um, Emporium. Emporium. That's right there by my place. It's all near my place. Yeah. I uh, mean, look, it makes sense. And you, what, what did you have at Emporium? Did you have a good time? I had a great time at Emporium. You know, um, we got to know each other. We got to know each other. You had all the tokens, so I your ass you paid. You let me. You win. paid for everything. You know, uh, all the games, and you beat me. So I really feel like I was one of your dates. And and then what did we do afterwards? So then we went to what is the name of that bar? Um, Club Wazima. Qu Club Wazima. And at first, Ethiopian. I thought it was like a small bar. Then I looked back and it went back hella far and there's a pool table in the back and it, it was, I felt like honestly, it was completely empty. It was completely way. empty and it was just, I just felt like some freaky Friday stuff was going to happen and like I was going to wake up in your body or some weirdness. <laughs> like she was wait, just like, wait, I don't know, man. Like I just don't like very empty bars. They, they kind of make me feel weird. Now, now to be fair, after I started talking to her, the bartender, she right. was uh, ex explaining that we're having their uh, local meetings there, or what do they call the citywide me or neighborhood meetings? Got it. So they were having those neighborhood meetings, and then you went to the bathroom. <laughs> no, I didn't go to the bathroom. You didn't go to the bathroom there. there? No. Uh, maybe it was another mandate. Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just feel like this is just a weekly thing for you. I so, so. I, at least I was—I wasn't a cheap date. 
No, it was, it was you're 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 good. You're okay. good for the most part. And then we headed over to Madrone Art. Yeah, Center, so which is one of my. So we walk places. in, and you know, I I don't know if Imran, if you're a superstar there or what, but we walk in, and uh, this girl just attacks you, and just starts dancing <laughs> like you guys have known each other for years. I mean, I I is that I something actually, that happens? I actually do know her. Is that um, something that happens often? Uh, only in that setting at Madrone Art Bar. The lights are, are dim. Uh, the music is good. Yeah. The people are, are feeling good. You know, that's that's you know that's just that's yeah. just my vibe, bro. I roll I, I roll with the good people, man. Right. I mean, look, I'll say this: when you were telling me about uh, Motown Monday, you kept saying, "Oh, um, it's a hit or miss." Well, you were saying that, and you were like, "Oh, get ready, it's going to be a bunch of like UCF." students so i'm getting ready to you know be one of the oldest people there and that's not what happened at all i feel like everybody was first of all i mean a lot of stuff happened first of all we're talking to these group of people and then like whenever someone says to you uh especially if it's a woman how old do you think i am like there's just some question like why do are, why do people do it's that it's a trap yeah i'm like are you doing that because you think you look young you know what I mean? Like, why are you asking me that? Right? It's because you think you don't look your age. It's validation. We want validation. We want to feel good about our lives. Yeah, because I'm like, I, I don't know. You know, I don't know how old you are. Frankly, I don't really care. You know, but like, if you need that vote of confidence, you know what? You look 22 to and me. And yes, I do. <laughs> I do need that vote of confidence. Do you, do you ask people, hey, how old do you think I am? No, they ask me, how old are you? And I say, <laughs> don't worry about it. It's all good. Wow. We're going to have a good time. Yeah. No. I mean, that's fair. And then there was this lady behind me that was, I mean, she was oh, like old, yeah. right? And then I'm just standing there and all of a sudden I feel a weight on my leg <laughs> and she just passed out and was laying on the ground at Madrone's. Which was kind of scary. It was scary way. at the time. Like, she, was, she was okay. That's why we We're can joke about you. it now. But- I'm like, what the hell is going on? And you, like, you, to in my eyes at that moment, you freaked out. You looked, your eyes popped out. You're like, oh my god, oh my god, there's something on my leg. Oh my god, there's, like, oh my god, there's a lady passed out. Well, you because I didn't know, out. especially because she was so close to me. I, I mean, I don't know CPR, like I don't know. And then I just felt like I couldn't walk away. Right, because like I couldn't we, be the a hole. Like, surrounded well, her. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna go get another beer shot combo. <laughs> like, hope hope you're all right. But, but she did it twice. Like she was. I don't. They, they tried to lift her up. Right, like and then awake. they got. And, and then you came over, freaking out, like they're gonna shut. They're gonna sh make us all leave. <laughs> they're gonna make us all leave. And I'm like, this is the one night I have at Motel Monday. If they shut this down, I am rioting. I am rioting. Well, luckily, they didn't shut it down. Um, they eventually got her in a chair, and I, I'm assuming I'm sure she left. They gave her water. And I think she they, left they out calling, the back. Yeah, they were calling uh, 911, the paramedics, just to come check her out. Right. Sure. So the bartender was there, and he was just. But all in all, great yeah. night. You know, most fun I've had on a Monday in a in a long, long time. You know, and yeah. then do you and I and then uh, so so everything was good. Right. Uh, I had a good time dancing. Right. And then, um, apparently, allegedly, I disappeared on you. Yeah, um, you did. And my text messages uh, do prove that. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, yeah, I took uh, my autopilot, took me on my Uber back home, and um, 
and I wake up in the morning and I couldn't find my phone. I was like, where is my phone? Usually uh, nights like that is probably in the living room somewhere. Right. I go searching for it. No, I do find my iPhone and it ends up in Tracy. And I'm like, what is my Nothing phone ever needs Tracy? to be in Tracy. That's like the worst place it could be. I'm like, if it's stolen, I can't go out there and, you know, yeah. I no. want to go to Tracy and retrieve my phone at somebody's right. house. Uh, and then, uh, so I did my investigation, and then I checked my Uber, like to see like how I got home, <laughs> which you do after. So you checked night. Uber. I checked my find my phone, and then I went to the Uber.com to log. See, in. I've never, I couldn't, I've never been on like any of the web apps on like not even just Uber, any of these apps, on, on right? Web, like web, right? Like what yeah, does Venmo? What does Venmo's web look like? I think they disabled it. <laughs> they <laughs> like, said we don't want people using the web anymore, so they Venmo specifically actually went to just pure app. Right. Uber has it on web for these reasons. You can't order a car on. Uh, Got it. It's just like yo, just like where's my stuff? And yeah, check your ride history and all that. Got stuff. it. And contact the driver. So that essentially is what I did. Uh, it, it, so, and it, long story short, or even longer, uh, was that. Uh, I did get dropped off with Uber, and then after that, it's probably the driver's so, contact. So, me. did you have to pay him? Because so I know we talked. I, I know the specifics now. I give you the rundown: fifteen dollars uh, lost fee that Uber charges, um, and then whatever I want to give the driver if I want to give a driver. Got anything. it. This is what's interesting to me. I know for a fact I cannot say who, but I know for a fact I have called an Uber or a Lyft before. There was throw up in the Uber and Lyft, and I got hit a hundred and fifty dollars. Charged you for it? It was my. It was I called it. That's why. They don't care if the person next to me threw up. I I was in the car too. I mean, was it your ride? Yes. And it was your friend. Yes. That did the the thing? Did the thing? But here's my thing. Well, if you're paying for it, then you charge your friend. Exactly. My point is there's a full protocol for throw up. And let's say most of it was outside. It wasn't even inside that much. So it's a car wash. That's $150, but you leave a phone in Tracy and it's o- and it's only 15 bucks? Any lost item uh or whatever and the driver has to come back. I lost yeah, that person lost their lunch or lost <laughs> their dinner. That should be $15 as well. Now I'm pissed. Getting a detailed car wash can be up to a hundred bucks. I'm pissed at you for letting that happen. <laughs> Look, I got the money back. It's all, right. all good. Okay, so then there was, so day two was Taco Tuesday at Polo Grounds. All day, all day. By the way, Alan's like Taco Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. I'm like, how are you not hurting from Monday night? You just gotta rally sometimes. You just gotta rally. And Polo Grounds. Uh, is basically our cheers, right? It's right across the street from the office. They know our name. Yeah, and it's very funny that we give them so much money, even though our fridges are fully stocked with beer and alcohol. But it's just something like you know what I mean. You don't necessarily want to be ripping shots at the office all the time, <laughs> you know. So that's you a new go- one, ripping shots. Yeah, yeah. So we just we go to Polo when we you know want a little change, and they got good food for the most part. Um, so that's what we did yesterday. We had like a big office meeting with the whole company. We had a happy hour that started here. And then we said, you know what? Let's move this over to, um, to Polo. So I, again, 
four or five shots later, which didn't feel like it to me. And that actually wasn't the plan. A lot of people just weren't on my level and weren't. <laughs> I was buying shots and people just weren't drinking them. So I'm like, fine, I'm going to drink them. I was very surprised that, that like, you got the whole round. Yes, I did. Um, put it on my credit. You know what I mean? Got to check credit karma later. But no, anyway. Nobody was offering to buy back. Well, I no. Didn't even do Eli that. bought at the beginning. Oh, okay. You know you what I mean? Were... Eli, friend of the show. Um, <laughs> shout out to Eli. Shout out to Eli. Uh, but. I get. I have to use the bathroom really bad, so I go to Taco Bell because I have a gift card for Taco Bell, and I'm like, why not? So after that, I'm like, uh, first, Taco Bell is a liar because both bathrooms said they were out of order, and it's like, look, you just don't want homeless people kicking it in the bathroom. That's fine. Go get back to and the I, office. I'm mad. I'm I'm mad. You guys like just ditched me. I'm sitting. We at, we by clearly myself. told you we're leaving. You just. Everybody just yes. got up and left, and I was buying we, it, When it's time for it, people know when you got that hankering for Taco Bell, it's time for Taco Bell. Okay, there's no waiting because the thing is, if you think about it too long, it, it's all impulse. Because if you think about it too long, it's like you know what? I really don't need Taco Bell. So you gotta you gotta beat that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I got my Crunchwrap Supreme. You know what I mean? I got my Chalupa. I'm feeling good. I've been on a Chalupa hype lately. Not sure why, but I'm like, okay, I gotta pee, and then I'm out. Because of course I got a beer at Taco Bell because Taco Bell Cantina. Why not? I spent sixteen dollars. Oh, they're serving. Sixteen dollars. You should never spend that much money at Taco Bell. Ten. I got two. I got three items: Ch uh, Chalupa, Crunchwrap, and a beer. And it cost me sixteen bucks. And how much was the beer? Like ten bucks. It must have been. So then oh, I'm yeah. like, all right, let me go back to the office because I got to use a bathroom and Taco Bell is tripping. I get to the office and I hit the elevator. And for people that don't know, I don't love elevators, right? And there's two elevators at the office. One comes straight up. One just kind of kicks it for a little bit, like when it says you're at our level. And, you know, right when that bead of sweat is starting to form on my forehead, it usually opens. So, of course, that's the one that opens yesterday. And, um, you know, I'm like, all right, that's fine. You know, I got a buzz on. I'm listening to music. I'm like, I'm about to just, you know use my bathroom, get up on out of here. So I press the button and uh, it doesn't light up. The buttons don't light up. So then I press the other side, does not light up. And I'm like, dude, there's no way like right now. Cause it's one thing to get stuck in the elevator, like in the morning mm -hmm. when you know other people are coming, but like seven, eight o'clock at night, like I'm solo bolo. So, and of course, like I've been drinking. So I'm like, this is my nightmare. This is my nightmare. I go full Hulk mode, pry, the elevator open and like I feel like I'm like wow it actually opened like it never opens on the, the movies you know what I mean pry it open you know and I and I just book it I'm like I go right back to polo grounds because I'm like all right at least they saw me buy stuff they won't care and who's still at polo grounds you are still at polo grounds <laughs> like like you're wrapping it up and I'm telling and I just come in hot I'm just like dude I just got stuck in the elevator. Like I had to pry it open. I'm Hulk. I gotta go. I pee and bounce. <laughs> then you text me like, and it was actually when I uh, got home, I, I took my edible, <laughs> smoked a little, <laughs> smoked smoked a little ganja. Yes, and because uh, legal, and um, and then I texted you and. Cause it was, I was laughing in my head. I was like, something happened. It doesn't sound right. And I was like, you got, you got stuck. How did you get out? You're like, I pulled it open. I was scared, man. <laughs> and I said, you pried it open with your arms. And then I, then I realized at that moment, I was like, the only reason that the elevator after 7 PM, our elevators get locked. You need to have 
the scan card to right. go up. And we all have the scan card yes. to go up in the elevator to the office if it's after hours. And I was like, did you not scan your card? And that's when it clicked in your brain. I was like, God dang it. Because I was texting like my girlfriend. I'm like, dude, I if barely I made here? it out alive. <laughs> like, I am counting my blessings, right? Like, And like, the world, after like being stuck in a small place, the world never seems like so beautiful. You know what I mean? I'm walking past like stuff that I'm usually upset about, right? It's like, there's like garbage on the ground. I'm like, look at that beautiful garbage. Like, it's so great to just breathe this terrible air. Like, this is amazing. That's your smelling the roses. Yes, you know? <laughs> yes. And then I found out that I was just uh, a hammered idiot and completely forgot that I needed to use my key card. And I I enjoyed the next half hour just laughing it up. It was it was a good And that's time. a perfect story for like right when the edible is like starting to hit. Like <laughs> this like, idiot forgot like because you're just imagining I me am. in <laughs> the elevator. And there's probably video. Like we should try to get that video. Oh, from the security? Yeah. They're probably well, you gotta make sure you don't get busted for it or something like that. Like yeah. That. Well it worked today. I got the same one today and it worked, so I think we're all right. Um uh, cool. so yeah, to sum it up, that's been my Two days. Um, Kayla, come back. Yeah, Man with, needs with the gal pal away. <laughs> needs uh, it was it was a great time. And I will say this: I can confirm. You know, a lot of times I've thought in my head, like, wow, if I was single, like, I wouldn't spend as much money on like dinners and things like that. I confirm that's not true because I would just be spending money on like just stupid. <laughs> like, I, I, that's for everybody. Yeah, I'm just like I, I I prefer it the way it is because I would just be spending money for no good reason. Um, okay. So had to give you guys a lay of the land there. That's you know, it was, it was, it was quite the Monday, Tuesday. I, I'll say very reminiscent of college, just drinking for absolutely no reason. You're welcome. You know, and thank you for being my running buddy through it all. Cause you said you weren't going to drink yesterday or you weren't feeling and good. I, and then at the end of the night you were taking shots like a real trooper shit. All right, let's get into some sports here. Because we what, have is to. Is that what the Styles Files is about? The Styles Files is about any anything I damn well want it to be about, okay? Styling and wiling. Yes. All right. <laughs> so, I didn't talk about this because it hadn't happened yet, but Antonio Brown is now a Raider, and I have no clue why. I have absolutely no clue why. Um, luckily, Raiders didn't have to give up too much for him. But I you know I just don't really understand it, right? Like they still don't have an offensive line. Um, they have a lot of problems. And Antonio Brown, I, I I know he's excited. You know, gonna be in Vegas soon, things like that. But the Raiders are still gonna suck. <laughs> like so, and then you you put someone like Antonio Brown, who's very outspoken. He had problems with Big Ben, Derek Carr. I've been on the show before. I've been on record. He does weird stuff. Like he got into it with Stephen A. and Max Kellerman and first take a couple weeks ago. Like he's very weird in how he handles confrontation. So I don't know that it's a match made in heaven. I think they'll have some great opportunities if you play fantasy football. But um. Yeah, I don't know. This is going to be very interesting. I mean, the Raiders, are they, they literally just found a place to play. <laughs> like, they're going back to the Coliseum. Antonio Brown, I hope you're ready for the infield dirt. Um, and like I said, everybody knows I'm a Raider fan, but I'm excited. I, mean, I was excited when it happened, but does this change their season that much? 
Didn't I don't know. Get, didn't they get a bunch of draft picks from? They have their, a bunch of draft picks, their right? Season, their, their weirdest. Right. Their they have like a stuff. bunch of uh, first rounders, but we don't know what that's going to be. You know, we don't know what that's going to be. So, you know, Antonio Brown, welcome to the Bay. Just, I hope you know what you're getting yourself into. You know, you're buying a jersey, right? I probably will. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I have to. You know, um, so good luck with that, Antonio, and good luck to the Raiders. Can't hate for making moves. And again, if they had to give up more, um, then I would be more upset, but they didn't have to give up too much. And uh, yeah, so as far as the Steelers are concerned, basically they were just saying, just leave, Antonio, like <laughs> just leave. Like that's what I took away from this. Um, now the hotter topic, I guess, in my opinion is Odell Beckham Jr. going to the Browns. And the Browns had to give up a first, a third, and Jabril Peppers, who is a young guy, you know, really starting to find his way as well. So the Browns went all in. Um, I know the Giants fans are upset. A lot of Giants fans are upset. But how could you say no, really? I mean, if you thought there was issues and internal things going on, things like that, uh, I think it was a good deal for everyone except for Dwayne Haskins, who is the quarterback that the Giants think they're going to get. Because I guess he's going to throw to Sterling Shepard and Ingram. I don't know. Um, But, yeah, Giants fans out there, it's been a rough rough season, especially if you're a Knicks fan as well. You lose Perzingoat, uh, (laughs) and then you lose OBJ. And, like, only OBJ could make – like, Cleveland was starting to get cool, but, like, Odell will make Cleveland cool, which – it's just a testament to how awesome he is. And he's also a great-looking dude. I mean, he really is, man. He's been rocking that blonde hair for, for a, a long, long, time. long time. And it's just, have you? if you look at the pictures, it's just gotten... He didn't have that gotten, at LSU, did he? No. But it's just gotten progressively lighter. Like, I was watching all the videos of him, like, earlier in the league last year. It was like me when I went to uh, Life is Beautiful. And then every year, it just keeps getting lighter and lighter and lighter. Like, I don't know if he's actually doing anything or if his hair will just eventually fall out. You know, um, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just stuck on imagining you at, at life is beautiful because I've seen those pictures. And, and then that's the other thing. It's like, when do I stop doing that? I, I'm pretty sure, like, I, I have maybe one more year, maybe, uh, but probably probably not, but maybe. Hey, just because mean, I still hey, have man, you do you. I still you have the you. dye. I still have it. Yeah, you might as well use it. Yeah, it's like I paid for this. I waste your I, money. I shipped it on Amazon. Like I'm gonna use it. Like like this is a one opportunity I have. Let me tell you, you know? something. Don't let anybody tell you you can't do. Something something that's because it's supposed to be young on color your hair whatever no if you want to do it next year if yeah. you want to do it when you're 35 you do it i probably won't do it at 35 <laughs> but i appreciate that i appreciate that you that's know your moment of inspiration brought or to you by advice. captain ron uh you know i read uh, uh on twitter today there was a post that called out the giants had a tweet January second yeah. of this year, right? Saying that uh, what was it? Uh, we didn't. Draft oh yeah. Odell to trade him. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, social media is just so good at just making the like lives public. <laughs> it's just so it's so good. It's so bad that it's good because sticking with football. What I was going to get into next with Le'Veon Bell going to the Jets, right? There's a, literally a tweet, and I don't know when it was. There's literally a tweet of him quote-tweeting a fan saying, Le'Veon, come to the Jets for 60 mil, right? And Le'Veon responds to it, and he's like, 60 mil ain't enough to run for, uh, to run for the Jets. 
And he signed for like 58 <laughs> mil. <Yeah. laughs> like 50 something. It wasn't even 60. That's a good deal. It, it, the it, Jets got a good the, deal. The Jets got a great deal. And people were like, the Steelers were going to pay you more. The Steelers are a better team. But I just think after you don't play, the Steelers just needed to clean house with everybody. You know what I mean? And Steelers, like, if you're Le'Veon Bell, it's, I think from what I was reading, it's two million more guaranteed than what he was going to get. But he lost the 14 mil last year from not playing. And the deal is one less year than he would have had. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, you know, that's like that's like the stereotypical use of the term weird flex, but okay. Because you just literally I, I don't know. I don't know if he because people cause like Bleach Report's tweeting like Le'Veon Bell secured the bag. And it's like, I mean, sure he secured the bag, but was it the right bag? I mean, it's not that big of a bag compared to nah. all of his holdout stuff that he was doing. He def- not not w- this is not what you fought so like ninety uh, percent of that season for. Exactly, for exactly, like, exactly. Most of that season, yeah. To play, I mean, unless you just really like Sam Darnold, I don't know. And you went to USC, so look, I, I'm, I, I have no, uh, um, what is stake in the matter? Right. What's that? What's the phrase go? I don't have no bull in the fight or something like. Anyway, any horses is, in the race? Horses there in you the go. Race, horses in the race. <laughs> uh, the point being is that I do follow uh, teams. Uh, I don't have a favorite NFL team, so I follow the USC players because I follow USC and went there, of course. So fight on, fight, fight Thank you, fight on. <laughs> All right. So Sam being one of the freshest faces from uh, USC's QB class to be on a team, so I follow the Jets a little bit here and there. So knowing the struggles that they've gone through with the running back position, uh, this is a great, great steal for the Jets. And I was on, and I followed like this fans' uh, Instagram account right. for the Jets. Like the hundreds of comments that are on it, just like on fire. They're oh like, yeah, they're on fire. They're, this is just like Odell going to 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 the Browns. Browns fans, Jets fans are going to. And I predict, actually, I don't know predict anything. Uh, but these two teams meeting up in the AFC uh, Championship. That's a that's a bold prediction. That that is my prediction. Right, and you know what? I saw this um, on Twitter as well, and uh, it was about huge. Hugh Jackson, who got let go. And he and everyone was like, let's have a moment for Hugh Jackson, who's probably sitting there looking at the Browns like, you guys want to make these moves after you let me go? Yeah, right? Like, yeah. And now, like, Freddie Kitchens is the new head coach. Um, now he has a wealth. He's just like, yo, but he has high expectations, right? Like, you, need, you have to get to the playoffs. You know what I mean? Playoffs? You have to get to the playoffs. And he, but Hugh Jackson's like, I didn't have any of this, right? And his – he. His career, like, imagine taking and look. It's still, it's still his responsibility. They still lost games, but imagine like your career. Basically, who knows if he'll ever get another head coaching job? But it's because you took a terrible job. But how can you not take the job? It's an NFL coaching job, but it just sets you up for failure for yeah. your whole career. You know, um, so. Especially since it was the laughing stock brown. Exactly. And all of a sudden it's like even the their cool even their uniforms look better. That always <laughs> happens when like teams get better, their uniforms get better. Like LeBron went to the Cavs and their uniforms just got better. Like after like two years. Maybe it was just uh his leadership uh his leadership and his persuasion skills were right. not there. And he now that LeBron right. left the Cavs, their yeah, jerseys like- look terrible again. <laughs> like it's just like the perception. Like Baker Mayfield put on the brown jersey and it automatically looked better than it had looked for my whole entire life. Top, like, five, top five jersey sales. Let's go. That's so what's so funny about the 
Browns. It's like the last time they made the playoffs is 2002. I don't even remember that. Does like, did anyone actually remember? Like, I really don't even remember the Browns being good. Ever. Um, it was last year when they won their first game. Yeah, last year. <laughs> dilly dilly. Dilly dilly to the Browns. Um, okay. So that was some good NFL stuff right there. Very exciting. And look, don't get me wrong. I am excited for Antonio Brown, and I'm sure Raider Nation is excited. Like I said, it was a good deal. I'm just not really excited for the team. I don't know how much better the team will be. I think they'll be electric together, Derek Carr and Antonio Brown, but I think they're going to clash too. Okay. Warriors talk. You know, I can't stay away from the Warriors talk. And, dude, I don't know, but I'm kind of scared that the Warriors are imploding. That's what it's starting to look like. I mean, I know it's now. now every, is this, is this, is this is, now look, uh, everything is relative. Everything is relative, but it's not good, man. Like I've been talking about, I've been talking bad about KD for a while. He's you know pouting. He pouts like I do when I don't get my way in sports. Um, on the court, it's just a bad look. Now they lose. They beat the Nuggets, right? And even their wins, it's like. And, you know, KD did say something because um, Steve Kerr sa- said last week they need to play with more anger. And Kevin Durant was saying, I thought we moved off joy. So a lot of people took that as a slight at Steve Kerr. And I'm like, okay, that's fair. But also, it doesn't look like you're playing with joy, KD. Like when I'm watching the game, you look upset the whole time. So maybe Steve Kerr is just looking for answers here. So they beat the Nuggets um, in their big, I think it was Friday night game. Great. And then they lose to the Suns. The Suns don't even have 20 wins on the season, I don't think. And they lost to the Suns at home. Can you imagine buying tickets and what you're worried about? Because when I buy tickets for Warrior games, I'm like, all right, I want a good game, but I want to make sure they win. But I also... Don't want them to blow out a team and then nobody plays in the fourth quarter. Can you imagine paying for a Suns game and being worried like, oh, dang, Steph and Katie might come out early and then they lose to the Suns at home? But that ticket must have been at least uh, is probably really cheap, probably 120 bucks. Sure. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah, no, for the the nosebleeds when you're looking at the screen the whole time. Uh, I did do that, but it was at least for the playoffs. Then on top of that, at playoffs. the end, of, at, at the <laughs> playoffs. Then on top of that, at the end of the game or towards the end of the game, KD hurts his ankle, and he's not even playing tonight. So tonight, and this might not be tonight by the time I edit this, but Wednesday they play the Rockets without KD, and I, I, I see this going a couple ways. Either the Warriors are going to come out hot and actually win without KD, which is going to start the whole conversation, are the Warriors better without Kevin Durant? Because it happens every year, right? Um, That could start. Or they're going to get smacked, and people people are going to be on high alert, like, what are the Warriors doing? So, very interested. I'm almost scared to watch the game, because they last time they lost to the Rockets fully loaded at home, and the Rockets didn't even have James Harden. So, who are you, who are, who are you predicting to come out of the West? The Warriors, <laughs> but it doesn't. It, the Warriors, but I, I'll, I'll put it to you like this: I'm not worried about the Nuggets at all. They're just too young; they're still getting used to it. The Rockets scare me. The Thunder scare me because I said this in the last show. The Warriors. There's three things that give the Warriors trouble, right? A really good point guard, a good shooting guard, and a really good center. And the 
Thunder have that and the and the Rockets have that. And that is what I'm most worried about for them. Um, and then this whole lip reading thing with Steve Kerr when he got caught on camera saying, I'm so effing tired of Draymond's shit or something like that. Something to that effect. So that went viral. I did not see that yet. So, so that went viral and people asked Draymond. Draymond and Draymond's like, you know, I'm sure. He's, you know, he said the right thing. He's like, you know, shit happens, and I'm sure that um, coach coaches get tired of players, and players get tired of coaches all the time. It's not a big deal. Steve Kerr tried to joke it off. He's very good at joking it off. Yeah. Um, but it, <laughs> like, it, it didn't look great. It, it's just a lot going on right now. Um, and who knows what's gonna happen in the future? Like I said, just get the three peat, and then whatever yeah. can happen can happen. <laughs> I, I want to go to one more parade. Then whatever can happen. Is is it possible that KD Andrew Bogut. Come on, man. Andrew Bogut's back. Him and his moving screens are back from Australia. Is it possible that KD could be the first person to get booed at his own parade? Like I could see them winning and KD actually getting booed at the parade. Are fans really turning on him? Even from last year, they were Warrior fans were like, What's up, Snake? When I went to the parade. And I'm like, he's on our team. Like, I could easily see if something weird happens. Cause basically the way the parade works is like they're all on separate floats. So yeah. like if KD and they'll they won't put KD with Steph. They'll put KD with like somebody that they're not gonna put like a smaller person. Either. Yeah. So I could easily see like he's leading it and he gets a couple boos. Like it would be crazy. But I could see it. Um but Really anxious to see how the Warriors do uh, Wednesday. If they can pull it out, we'll see. There was there's a podcast. Uh, one of our coworkers uh, she shared, um, and it's called Finding Mastery. Uh, you can find that on TuneIn with the Styles Files as well. Uh, but there's an episode where this guy, and he's worked with industry folks, uh, right. athletes and non-athletes, it doesn't matter, but, um, and I think he's a psychologist or whatever it is. Anyway, uh, Steve Kerr, was he was interviewing Steve Kerr on his podcast, and it's a really good podcast, something uh, we should all listen to. But one of the things- First of all, rule number one about podcasts, you don't talk about other podcasts <laughs> on podcasts, unless the person you're with also has a podcast. And that's, why I, that's why I gave you a shout out, Styles Files <laughs> Podcast on TuneIn. Search for it uh, wherever you get your podcast. Okay, continue. <laughs> wherever you get your podcast. Okay, anyway, so Steve Kerr is on there, and he talks about, you mentioned this like like five minutes ago, but Joy, Steve right. Kerr is really big. One of his, uh, uh, like, um, what do you call it, your top three things of coaching and how to get people to buy in. Right. He had went to Seattle, and he was hanging out with Pete Carroll during his practices and how he treats his practices and he, Pete Carroll was talking about bringing joy. Right. What spark? Like the whole Mary Kondo thing. What sparks joy? Like bring right. that joy. You mentioned it. I was like, that's a Steve Kerr mentality right there. And if that's not happening with KD, he he, you know, the how loose Steph Curry is during practices right. and warm ups. He's so loose. He finds the joy in it. This is you're playing right. basketball for a living. Yeah, it's stressful. There's work to be done, but he finds that joy. And Steve Kerr talks about that. And if KD is not having uh, finding joy, and if Steve Kerr is not finding the joy in Draymond's play, there's going to be a uh, uh, a shakeup. There's definitely going to be a shakeup or Draymond. Because my thing is this: KD knew what he was doing. Like when. Steve Kerr said we need to play with anger. He was just saying, like, sometimes you watch the guys and they just look lackadaisical. Like, everyone knows Steve Kerr works off of joy. So for KD 
to man- not manipulate what Steve Kerr said, but say it like Steve Kerr was insinuating they need to change their philosophy, which they clearly weren't, and for him to do it in the media. It's stuff like that that just makes Warrior fans want to boo KD at the parade and be like, dude, just get out of here if you don't like it. I know he's, I can just tell he's tired of Steph. I know he's tired of Steph. And I get it. Steph is like, he's just that guy that is can be a little annoying. But just because he's always happy all the time. And KD probably wishes he could have that. This fool's out here with burner accounts on Twitter, fighting off like little kids and responding. Like Steph never would do that. You know what I mean? So I do think KD is tired How of Steph. How old is KD? They're all like late 20s. They're all, I think Draymond is actually the youngest out of the core four, but they're all in their late twenties. Um, Steph might be 30 already. I'm not sure, but they're definitely late twenties. So they're all in their prime. Um, but Katie's definitely leaving. I said it on the show before and I'll keep saying it until he actually leaves. Uh, so we'll see if Lakers. they can. Yeah. Right. Lakers. Yeah. If he can't handle Steph, he can't handle LeBron. <laughs> like there's no way. And then of course, um, Charles Barkley says, because the rumor is KD and Kyrie going to New York, and Charles Barkley is saying, I don't think either of those guys could handle the media in New York. Uh, and I think he's right. I mean, KD is already annoyed. Kyrie is in Boston, which is close, but, you know, it's still not New York, and it's not the Knicks. I think he's right. If they went to the Knicks, go ahead, have fun, go to the Knicks. Um, you, they'd make the playoffs, and they'd be really good. But they definitely would be just as annoyed as they are now, if not more. Like, the New York media is ruthless. So I think Charles Barkley was right on that one. But uh, taking it from where players play before the NBA, at least if they're American, college. March Madness starts next week. Um, Look, I am extremely excited simply because Temple might make the tournament. We got a big win against UCF last weekend. Um, It's the head coach, Fran Dunphy's last year. He's retiring. Right now, when I looked up uh, Joe Lunardi or some of the breakdowns, it says they still have work to do, but they have a bye in the AAC tournament, and if they can at least get one win, I think Temple will get in, and I'm going to come with my Temple crew neck, and I'm going to come all like looking all decked out in Temple stuff. And on top of that, I might be going to, well, I am going to go to one of the games uh, in San Jose, and it's possible that Temple could actually end up in San Jose, which would be ridiculous. Now, if they play on, they they would have to win to get to Sunday because I don't know if I'm going to take off work on Friday for it, but if they win Friday and get to Sunday, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. Look, I got some sleeper picks and teams to avoid, in my opinion. So, like I said, obviously I am biased, but if Temple gets in, it's our head coach's last year, I think they might make a little bit of a run um, if they stay hot. Wait, am I looking at this right? Wofford is in the top 25? Wofford is 20. I have no clue what to do with Wofford. Um, Yeah, no Pac-12 school is on there. I thought Washington was on the cusp. I don't know. But look, here are my teams. Here are my teams to avoid to start. Tennessee, they can't beat anybody right now. Um, They've had some tough games. I even I would avoid Tennessee. And Tennessee is just habitual choke artists in any sport. So I know Tennessee is going to get a high seed. I would avoid them. I would also avoid 
Villanova. I know Villanova has been hot as of late, but, you know, these teams that don't have the one-and-dones, these guys do eventually graduate, and these things usually even out. And it seems to me that Villanova is starting to even out. Um, these are some names that you just see and you put really far. I would be careful to do that this year. So I would avoid them as well. But with that being said, I think Buffalo, who got pretty deep in the tournament last year, again, a team that doesn't have a lot of one and duns, and it doesn't seem like a lot of their guys graduated yet. So they probably have that same core. I would go with Buffalo getting uh, getting pretty far. Let's see, who else? Same thing with Nevada. Nevada surprised some people last year, um, won't surprise as many people this year, but I still think they have enough to make a little bit of some noise. Now, it's funny, and I'm going to contradict myself because I did say Temple might get far. At the same time, AAC schools tend to blow it. I see Houston ranked at 11. Um, I would probably avoid Houston. I think the SEC is a little overrated this year. I see LSU at number nine. Not a team that's in the tournament very often. That can either work like they, you know, have no conscience and they just go off or they see the bright lights and they just don't show up. So you could take a flyer on LSU. I think they're either going to be, they're either going to get surprised and lose real early or they can make a bit of a run. Not sure if that helps, but you know what it is. Um, I would look for Virginia. You know, Virginia last year, first one seed to lose to a 16 seed. That's embarrassing. Look for Virginia, as boring as basketball as they play, look for Virginia to want to right the ship a little bit and get really far in the tournament. Um, And then another team I never know what to do with, Gonzaga. Bad loss to St. Mary's to lose the WCC championship, which they usually own. They're ranked number one right now. They can either let it shake off and do their normal run uh, and get pretty deep, or this could snowball a little bit. I think they have enough weapons with Hachimura and things like that um, that they're at least a safe pick to get to the Sweet 16 or Elite 8. Not sure that they are good enough to get to that next level. Uh, We'll see. St. Mary's, it's only one game, um, and St. Mary's plays them so much. You know, it might not be an indictment on Gonzaga. So we'll see. We'll see. It would be funny if they met in the tournament as well. That would be great. Didn't we just met? We, we talked about this last night uh, at Polo. Right. Uh, where it was uh, Gonzaga really just needs to move conferences. Well, now, and then we say that, and then they lose the conference tournament. <laughs> so maybe they're right where they need to be. I'm not really comfortable. I'm not really comfortable with them just staying in the WCC and just running it every year and getting treated the same and getting to be number one in you know AP number one and then you lose and then you lose to St. Mary's. That's just a bad look because I don't think they should be number one to begin with just because of who they're playing. You're playing Santa Clara, right? Um, San Francisco has gotten better, but I mean number one, right? And then you lay this egg. Come on, Gonzaga. We were all you rooting. Gotta, where's that Tyra Banks meme? We were all rooting for you. Okay? <laughs> so do what you need to do. Prove me wrong and get deep in the tournament. That's, that's what they say about football. You got you to gotta win your conference. Right. You got to win your conference. 
Um, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. But, hey, thank you, everybody, for listening to this special edition of The Styles Files. Uh, be sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram, the underscore Styles Files, Styles with an I. Have a great weekend. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, be safe, be well, be wise. Peace. <laughs>